Uh, although the, the, the election uh, is November 3rd, and it's been said that we won't know the results until days later, when do you think we'll know the results? All right. Jimmy, you raise an important point, and I hope the American people understand it, because this is something I worry about. My view is every vote must be counted. For reasons which I don't have the time to get into tonight, you're going to have a situation, I suspect, in states like Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, other states, where they are going to be receiving huge amounts of mail-in ballots. And unlike states like Florida or Vermont, they're not being able, for bad reasons, to begin processing those ballots until, I don't know, election day, or maybe when the polls close. That means you're gonna have states dealing with perhaps millions of mail-in ballots. Here is my worry. What polls show, and what studies have shown, is that for whatever reason, Democrats are more likely to use mail-in ballots. Republicans are more likely to walk into polling booths on election day. It is likely that the first votes that will be counted will be those people who came in on election day, which will be Republican. And here is the fear, and I hope everybody hears that. It could well be, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, nobody does, but it could well be that at 10 o'clock on election night, Trump is winning in Michigan, he's winning in Pennsylvania, he's winning in Wisconsin, and he gets on the television, he says, thank you Americans for re-electing me, it's all over, have a good day. But then the next day, and the day following, all of those mail-in ballots start getting counted, and it turns out that Biden has won those states. At which point Trump says, see, I told you the whole thing was fraudulent. I told you those mail-in ballots were crooked. And I got, you know, we're not going to leave office. So that is a worry that I and, I and a lot of people have. So the results, you know, we don't know what's happening. Maybe sure. the results will be on election day. But uh, people should be aware of that possibility. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Some say Atlanta Some say New York Some say Petty friends But Who This flower
They deserve a fitting for a king I'm waiting for the time when I can get to Arizona Till my money is spent on a goddamn rent Neither party is mine, not the jackass or the elephant Twenty thousand Nicky Nicky brothers in the corner Of the cell block, but they come from California Population is none in a desert and sun With a gun-cracker running things under his thumb Staring hard at the postcards, isn't it odd and unique? People smile while in a heat 120 degrees Cause I wanna be free What's a smiling face when the whole state's racist? Why well, I wanna holiday, damn it, cause I wanna So if I celebrate it, standing on the corner I ain't drinking no 40, drinking time with a nine Till we get some land, call me the trigger man Looking for the governor, huh, he ain't loving you high But hear the trouble, yeah, he's rubbing you wrong Get the point and come along, you can get to the joint I urinated on the state while I was kicking this song, yeah, you better be fair, the sucker over there, you try to keep it yesteryear, the good old days, the same old ways that kept us dying, hey, yes, you, me, myself, and I, indeed, what he need is a nosebleed, be between the lines, and think you see the lie, politically planned, and understand that's all she wrote, when we see the real side, the hide behind the vote, and they can't understand why he's a man, who's singing by the king, they don't like it when I decide to make Wait, I'm waiting for the day for the man who demands respect because he was great. Come on, I'm on a one mission to get a politician to honor, or he's a donor by the time I get to Arizona.
battered I couldn't tell what I felt I was unrecognizable to myself I saw my reflection in a window and didn't know my own face Oh brother, gonna leave me wasting away on the streets of Philadelphia Like stone, I heard the voices of friends vanished and gone. At night, I could hear the blood in my veins, just as black and whispering as the rain on the streets of Philadelphia.
you're traveling to the North Country Fair, where the winds hit heavy on the borderline. Remember me to one who lives there, for she once was. in the perfect position and race to the bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar or a lemon wedge or oh natural. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's Winslow tea, a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow. John Reed, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Race to the Bottom, baby! Hey! Hello, sunshine. Right? Happy Saturday morning to you. How about that celebratory mashup? Saluting some of the swing states. In the background right now, we're hearing the beat to hollow bones. 
Wu-Tang Clan. So good. But who'd we hear from? It started all out with my dude. You know how much I love Jimmy Fallon. Asking Bernie his predictions for the election. And man, did Bernie nail it. We heard from Barf. He's a mog, half man, half dog. Spaceballs, when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. And then we got into the music. The celebratory music. Who would have thought Atlanta, right? Some say Atlanta. Some say New York. My favorite rapper of all time, Andre 3000 from The Love Below. Shout out to Georgia. And then as I'm recording this, I'm, I'm not sure, but it looks, it looks good. By the time I get to Arizona, Public Enemy. And that song was not a celebratory song when it was recorded. Arizona was the one state to deny the federal holiday of Martin Luther King Day. So Chuck D penned that one. Man, that beat is tough. Shout out to Arizona. And then Michigan. We almost lost Detroit. Gil Scott Heron. Coming through. That's where my... my, uh, ancestors are from Michigan although I don't know um, who would my great great grandfather have voted for in this election I have some misgivings about that one but shout out to Detroit it was the cities man cities black people black women thank you Educated people. Thank you. Then we heard more from Outcast cruising in the ATL. Atlanta coming through big time. Then we got emotional. Man, I, I teared up listening to this one. Streets of Philadelphia. I think that's my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. So good. Heard the first verse of Simon and Garfunkel's America, which was Bernie's tune. Now it's all of our tunes, right? Kathy, I said, as we boarded a Greyhound to Pittsburgh, Michigan seems like a dream to me now. Hey! (laughs) We heard from Steve Miller, Rockin' Me Baby, second verse. I went from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, LA, Northern California, where the girls are warm so I could be with my sweet baby, yeah, baby Joe. (laughs) That's crazy though, everywhere in that verse we got, and we even got Allentown, Billy Joel, he's he's singing about the, the economic anxiety and the Rust Belt in that song. More on that later. We heard from Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash, Girl from North Country, which is a Wisconsin shout-out. And we ended the whole thing with Philadelphia Freedom, Elton John. And my opening monologue is, as always, sponsored by Winslow Tea. I just drank it right now. That's good. Iced tea. Please hashtag your tea drinking experiences with hashtag how you know and steep into the conversation. What a way to start 
season five of the show. Boy, do I have some plans for this. I know we're going to go into a dark winter, both literally and figuratively. COVID cases are on the rise. It's going to be cold and we're going to be stuck inside. Who knows what kind of machinations Omelette Bar and his minions are going to cook up. But I'm here for you with a hell of a season five lineup coming up in the next couple months to keep you guys entertained and happy and emotionally safe. We got a we got a Thanksgiving show coming up where I'm getting my two of my chef buddies. These both these dudes are, are amazing. You've heard from Chris before and my buddy Kyle who was on my old podcast with, with Jason, What You Been Cooking? And we're going to talk about fun, creative ideas of what to cook. If it's just you and another person, just you for a smaller Thanksgiving, but still to make it special and fun. Get your meals ready to eat on Zoom with family. That'll be good. Then we got, you guys heard, everybody loved the interview. The quick little thing I did with with Brian and Mark about golf. And people loved when I talked to the Steve Sachs dudes, the Steve Sachs syndrome guys, Tom and Scott. I'm bringing them all together, guys, for an all-time sports draft. What is that? That's where we're we're all going to go around in like a snake draft style. And people are going to pick their all-time stories, teams, athletes, best represent, best representation of sports, comeback stories, underdog teams. That's going to be fun. I've been talking about it for a long time. I'm finally going to do an all-Spanish show sometime in the next couple months. Do some Spanish interviews, play some Spanish music. I'll do my monologue in Spanish. How fun is that? Then we got our annual top 10 show. I'm already making the list. It's it's, uh, some stiff competition. I thought maybe since we did most of this show this year from quarantine, there wouldn't be that much to choose from. But man, I got to say, we've done some good stuff. Great interviews features, special shows, so look forward to that. That'll be fun. Maybe I'll get somebody to co-host that with me. And then we'll do a, do a holiday show, Hanukkah Christmas show. Maybe get the, the folks back for that that we had last year. See if Kent wants to come. We need a, a Jewish representative. Maybe we'll get Jay Clarkson to come represent the Christian contingent. We'll get an atheist. We'll get Bill Maher or Richard Dawkins to come on the show. We'll have a grand old time. But you know, it doesn't give me a a grand old feeling when I realize that I sometimes make egregious mistakes. And that's why I created the next segment of the show, and it's called Excusez-moi. I'm going to teach you how to say excuse me in French. That means I am sorry. Excusez-moi. Excuse-moi. Pardon, pardonnez-moi, je suis désolé.
So last week, I queued up the final song from Amy and Woe. I said, here we go. Let's play our play the show out with Heal the Wound off Tucked Away. It wasn't Heal the Wound. It was I'm Here for You. Both good songs. But we heard I'm Here for You. And it's a great tune. And it, it does go out um, to Salim and his family who lost their mother, grandmother, Rosetta, this past week. Much love. So I got a whole other mashup to play for you guys. But before we get to that, oh, and in a political checkup, of course. I'll tell you, man, these political checkups are going to be a lot more fun if things go as, as planned. Back like in the old days when we could just have a little bit more of an enjoyable time talking politics and not feeling like our intelligence was insulted and our we're going through an existential crisis with every word we spoke. So we'll get to that. But before that, I've, I've got a couple things that I want to tell you about in a segment I like to call Recommended. It's a recommendation. So I've been listening to this podcast that I really love. It's called Fun City Cinema, and it tells the story of New York City through the films that made it. There's been three episodes so far, one on like 1970s cop shows, one on 1980s New York films, specifically Do the Right Thing, moving into the 90s. And we'll, we'll hear, there, there's the, the host is great and the editing is great, but there's this co-host, this guy Michael Hull, and like once in an episode, the, the host will turn to this Michael Hall guy. I gotta get him on Race to the Bottom, man. This guy says the most amazing things about some pretty well-worn topics, but I, I just, I like the way that this guy thinks. And I included, you'll, you'll hear him talking in this next mashup. And then people have been talking about it. I didn't think it would, would be something that would be necessarily down my alley, but the Queen's Gambit about a female chess phenom on netflix it's good jay demena and jason gore both gave it high praise so we we started it we watched the first i guess it's a two-part thing and uh, it's a lot more engrossing than you would think terry grossing it's time for another mashup
tired of myself, tired of this town. Oh my my, oh hell yes, honey, put on that party dress. Buy me a drink, sing me a song, take me as a come, cause I can't stay long. We have this tradition, right, where new waves of immigrants come to the United States and they spend like a generation or two struggling under the same stereotypes for still applying to new immigrants now. But over a generation or two, they work their way out of that image and they become politicians and police officers. They become the enforcers of the same social code that once kept them down, right? And a lot of times they become the most zealous enforcers. So black people, and most American black people didn't immigrate here. Most American black people were brought here against their will and enslaved. Right. And yet somehow they're the only group of people who has never been allowed as a group to get out from under that shadow. And it's not like some like one guy just decided it. It's been a national effort that has been ongoing for hundreds of years. But we're never gonna survive unless we get a little you see is black people being a constant fount of creativity in this country, right? And generation after generation, they've reinvented our popular culture. I tried to avoid all this, but I can't. I just gotta know, are we gonna try to love each other? You ever dance with the devil in the pale of blind? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. And then you see white people taking these new forms, whether it's tap dance or jazz music or literature styles, clothes, rock and roll, whatever. The list goes on and on. White people reformat this stuff and dumb it down for a national audience, and then they get rich from it. And as a black creator saw this pattern over and over, I think they sharpened their expression of their perspective until it became like basically impossible for white people to steal from them. Yeah. Right? So by the time you get to hip-hop culture, to this day, there have barely been any white people who have been able to communicate in that medium in a way that feels authentic. Almost none. And I think that's by design. All right. So in that mashup, we heard my wife and I got, my wife got, and I, uh, got to talking about this. You know, there's this song, Last Dance with Mary Jane by Tom Petty. And then Danny California, this Red Hot Chili Peppers song. And Tom Petty sued the Red Hot Chili Peppers because he said the song sounded too much alike. And he sued he sued that dude Sam Smith, too. So I thought I'd mash those up to let you decide. Was it suable? We heard from Seal. Crazy. We're never going to survive unless we get a little crazy. Had that song in my head for obvious reasons. 
We heard from Prince, Batman song. I watched the 89 Batman with my wife for the first time, and she enjoyed it. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid. We heard from a little bit from Paul Abdul in Vibology, when she says, Horny horns! <laughs> and Caliph is going to rock you. Ancients are grooving, right? You all remember that one. It's time for the political checkup. People say the best place in western North Carolina get a muffler, a transmission, a timing belt, or a suspension replaces Johnny's. Why? Because at Johnny's Automotive, they do the job right and check it. That's Johnny's way. Come down to Johnny's on the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek and get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Like clockwork. Thank you as always to Johnny and Johnny's Automotive on the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. We didn't we didn't get them this time, Johnny. You gotta talk to your North Carolinian brethren brethren. Almost. Who would have thought that we'd get Georgia and not North Carolina? Not me. The polls, man. Gotta figure out these polls. I was listening to Ezra Klein and Chris Hayes talking, kind of debriefing the election together, and they were talking about the polls and how all this prognostication. Chris Hayes said, "Ever since some like ever since we've been in the came out of the caves, we've wanted we've looked to people to try to predict the future for us. It's a deep seated thing, but ultimately, it's impossible because." Life is contingent and humans are kind of unknowable. But man, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, thought those fools were out on their asses. I know there's shy Trump voters, but I guess there's also shy Susan Collins and Lindsey Graham voters. Who, who would have thunk it? But Chris Hayes made the point that you know, we do these polls and ask ask people for their true feelings on things and they might just not be very real and he was he was saying, you know, this summer when support for Black Lives Matter really shot shot up through the roof. It's like was that even really a thing? It's really impossible to know, I guess. But then on the other hand, you have the way that polls kind of keep people in line and and tell them, dictate kind of the boundaries of what's possible, right? So I'm sure we'll be trying to figure out the poll. You got to adjust even more for education, Nate. And Nate, they said your election forecaster name is Nate in the street you were born on. I'm Nate Truville. Or the street you grew up on. I'm sorry. Nate Truville. What street was I born on, Mom? Text me. Well, obviously... I mean the house of the street I was born on. I, obviously, it was at the hospital. 
I don't need the hospital. What, what house did we live in when I was born? That's what I mean. We'll include that in next week's show. I'm sure you guys will be excited. So yeah, we'll we'll keep following this. I know immediately if, if Biden wins. Actually, Lindsey Graham was already talking about it today. How it's time to really start focusing on the deficit. So get ready for that. Seasonal deficit, Hawks. We need to spend some money, guys. Come on. If you're listening to this on your computer, you can download the app for Android and BlackBerry. Android and iPhone. Why do I say BlackBerry? You can go and drop us some dollars. 
get us through this tough winter. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can also toggle over and sign up for the newsletter. And our show today is brought to you by City Running Tours. This is cool. I'm going to start running. I'm going to do this. City Running Tours is offering neighborhood running tours as a way to discover the history of NY as a way to discover the history of NYC neighborhoods while on a run. Choose from 23 different tours of neighborhoods of Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. No Staten Island. Stay the hell out of <laughs> Staten Island. Neighborhood running tours are seven days a week. There's 23 neighborhoods that you can go. Go to cityrunningtours.com slash New York City to see the schedule. That's good stuff, man. And they are supporting Race to the Bottom and Radio Free Brooklyn. So check that out. I don't know what, maybe we'll do one of these super fun shows next week or, or maybe we'll just do a classic or maybe we'll do a freestyle I don't know man this has been a crazy ass week and I'm gonna be glad when I can go back to not watching CNN for hours a day love you guys stay safe peace
I was wrong, and I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. How are you going to dumb it down, Marianne? How are you going to turn it into a soundbite or into a bumper sticker? Like, I'm supposed to get shallow for people. I don't want to get shallow for you. You get deep with me. This is my go-to roast chicken. Douglas, will you scrape pepper in here? Rosemary leaves off of here. Oh, like three times as much. I bet you Okay, so yeah, right. now, Douglas, will you, if you can just peel them, honey, salt? Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie! Hey. Douglas, will you chop herbs? Oh, like three times as much. The lemon zest, the minced garlic. Spoon all this. Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie! As this roasts, this is all gonna just get fragrant. Douglas, will you tie that little bad boy up? Good job, Dougie! There's our chicken! Good job, Dougie! It was hurtful. To hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. And you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. It's a mischaracterization of my position across the board. I did not praise racist. That is not true, number one. Number two, if we want to have this campaign litigated on who supports civil rights and whether I did or not, I'm happy to do that. Do you agree today that you were wrong to oppose busing in America then? No, do you agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the, the second class to integrate Berkeley, the, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local decision. So that's where the federal government must step the, in. The that's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. The great story here for anybody willing to find it and write about it and explain it is this vast right-wing conspiracy that has been conspiring against my husband since the day he announced for president. Well, yesterday, yesterday you said you accepted Bernie's apology, and now you're attacking him. Why are you doing that? Why wasn't his apology enough, Mr. Vice President? Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Calm down. It's okay. Out in the street, they call it so during the last few days of craziness, the music of Charles Mingus really felt perfect for the chaos and the beauty and struggle, and as well as the kind of ominous feeling. So this is a Mingus tune called Lock Him Up. I'll just let you uh, <laughs> deduce why I chose this one, and then we'll go out with Prince. I would die for you. Shout out to Minnesota. See you guys next week.